Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. We're deep into the county fair season in Ohio, one of my favorite times of the year because of all the nostalgic entertainment it provides. This year's Wood County Fair, which begins today and runs through August 7th, will feature an intriguing category I never noticed before, outhouse racing. A Game of Thrones, you might say. The rules require four wheels, three sides, a toilet seat, toilet paper, and a team of five competitors, presumably one sitting and four others pushing or pulling. Now there's a trophy I'd be proud to display. Last summer I was perusing the fair's exhibition book to see if there was a category I might enter. I have a lot of really old stuff. The category that caught my eye was vintage telephones. I keep one of those on my desk, so I decided to enter it in the fair. It's an old rotary dial model. For the chronologically challenged, that means it has no buttons to press. Instead, it has a wheel with nine holes, representing numbers one through nine, and a tenth hole to call the operator. Guess what? It still works. I'm sure the contraption was quite a curiosity in the display case at the Arts and Crafts building at the fair. In fact, there evidently are not a lot of them left in Wood County because my phone won the blue ribbon. To tell the truth, it wasn't even a ribbon. It was a small sticker on a tag, but it was blue and it said first place, close enough. The experience got me thinking about another aspect of phones of that era, the party line, and what an oddity and curiosity that would be today. A party line wasn't nearly as much fun as it sounds. With a party line system, several households shared the same telephone line. You'd pick up the phone to make a call, and instead of a dial tone, you'd likely hear a couple of neighbor ladies catching up on the gossip. There was an etiquette to it. If you picked up and heard a conversation, you'd gently replace the receiver in the cradle and try again later. Or if you were curious, you would cover the mouthpiece with your hand and listen in for a while to see if their gossip had any personal relevance. If on the second try they were still at it, you would again place the receiver back in its cradle, just not as quietly. I'm not sure where the cutoff point was for polite behavior, but I'm guessing around an hour or so. If they'd been gabbing for that long, I had my own rule of etiquette. It was a simple rule, really. No etiquette. It was time to start making noises. It could be a clearing of the throat. It could be a groan. It could be a long, deep sigh. Remember, this was years before a long, deep sigh on the phone could get you in trouble. Whatever needed to be said by my neighbors could certainly be said in an hour, so I never felt guilty making my need for the phone known. The time for subtlety had passed. Though I was just a kid, they certainly had no reluctance to groan and sigh when they found me on the phone. Our phone number was easy to remember in those days, just two digits. The first phone I remember at our house had no buttons to push and no dial to spin. You picked it up, and the town operator would say cheerfully, Hi, Waltons, who do you need? I'd say, Hi, Mrs. Grandstaff, I'm calling my aunt. She'd say, Oh, hello, Tommy. Okay, I'll put you through. Which she did. Unless, of course, my aunt was gabbing with a neighbor on her party line. Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.